Better than my main thing, my side piece. Better than my main thing, my side piece. Better than my main thing, my side piece. Better than my main thing. Welcome back to another episode of My Side Piece from the Spouse Holes. I'm here with my lovely wife, Kiara. <laughs> How are you doing? Good. So we're going to have a little short episode on this long holiday weekend. Oh, I'm so excited. We got a lot to do. It's going to be fun. Uh, Hopefully it turns out how we want it to. Right. So usually long holiday weekends, a lot of people do barbecue. Oh, I love barbecue. And this week we have fantasy football Friday night. And a birthday party for Erica because she's turning one on Saturday. So and best believe when there's a birthday party. Wait, what are you doing with your shoulders? I'm bouncing them. Oh my gosh! They can't see that. You didn't have to point it out. Well, it, I was just excited. I'm just giving them the giving them the lowdown. Yeah. bouncing my shoulders, <laughs> giving them the feel of the what room. it's like to be podcasting. Bouncing your shoulders on a weeknight. All right, so. Eric usually does all of the cooking when it comes to barbecue and smoking. So a lot of people out there, if you are a smoker, you like to smoke meat, you like to smoke vegetables, whatever you like to smoke. We would love to hear your recipes. Um, Send them our way. We would like to try some stuff. That'd be awesome. But do you have a recipe you want to share with our listeners for this weekend? So one of my favorite things to do is a brisket, a full brisket. So a brisket is two parts. And sometimes you can get just the flat, which is the part you typically see um, sliced. And then the part that they make the burnt ends out of um, is the other part. And it's a little bit fattier. Um, the name of that part's slipping my mind at the moment. I'm sure someone listening is screaming it. But I can't think of the name of it at this moment. But it's the fattier back end. I can't think of it. I apologize, but I like to do the whole one so that you get a little bit of the best of both worlds. And it typically when you do it that way, it also one side will have a nice layer of fat that you can put uh, some scores into with the knife, like a checkered pattern. And then after you do that, the recipe that I like to do is I like to use Worcestershire sauce. Worcestershire sauce. How do you say that? Worcestershire sauce. <laughs> uh, kosher salt, some pepper, garlic, real garlic, like the minced that you can find uh, in a jar that has liquid pre-cut. Or you could also just uh, dice up your own if you're real fancy. I don't like to use the powdered garlics as much. I feel like it has an artificially taste, in my opinion. So I use the garlic minced out of the jar. Uh, and then some chili powder. So first I put the kosher salt down uh, you can be pretty uh, uh heavy-handed heavy-handed not yeah pretty heavy-handed you can be generous you don't have to baby it too much it's a thick piece of meat but then after i put the kosher salt down so you have your meat when you're saying down you just put it on top of the meat after you cut everything put your checker pattern in that you cut into then you put the salt in on both sides or do you just salt one side so i start with the non-fat scored side so it should look like the cleaner side with no fat on it okay clean side facing up facing then you up. put the salt down on top of yeah, that i put the, a layer of kosher salt okay then i follow it with a layer of the chili powder now chili powder it's kind of deceiving a little bit there's no actual spice to a chili powder unless you have 
the kind of chili powder that is spicy. Because you've tasted the briskets I've made and they're not no, hot. they're not. And there's a lot of chili powder on it, but it's not a spicy chili powder. Right. And so I do a heavy layer of that and it... It brings its own flavor that's kind of unique to it, but not real noticeable. What you're doing with the chili powder is creating a bark that gives you a seal, but also that beautiful color that you look for in smoked meats. So then you rub that in. Yep. On the one side. On the one side. Okay. So now, so, so far we've added the layer of kosher salt, the layer of chili powder. Then I come in with the layer of garlic. We messed up. Before all of this, now let's go back. Oh my gosh. (laughs) You've laid down the scores. You've made your checkered pattern on the fatty side. Flip the meat over. You're now on the clean side. Okay. You take the Worcestershire sauce. We can't forget about the Worcestershire sauce. Okay. And we rub that in pretty generously. And that gives you a a liquid. Yeah, sticky. It gives a stick. Yeah, okay. So the Worcestershire sauce. Worcestershire sauce first. Then the salt. On the one side. On the clean side. Clean side. Then the then salt. Then the salt. Then the chili powder. The kosher. Co- kosher kosher salt. salt. Not salt. The big chunky one. The kosher salt. And then your chili powder. And the chili powder. Okay. And then you can put the garlic and the pepper. Again, pretty generous. Go easy on the pepper. You don't really notice it if you go heavy other than it just like gets in your teeth more and it's annoying. But I like to use the coarse ground pepper. It's a little thicker than table pepper. But again, you know, put it on there, be pretty generous, but you know, not too generous on the pepper. Okay. So then you flip it over. Now you have your checkered fat side. side. Okay. When it says checkered, you don't actually cut the meat apart, like into different pieces. It's just like cutting it. Cutting into the fat, don't cut to the meat. So you want to cut deep enough that you're still seeing fat. If you're cutting so deep that you're starting to see meat, you're doing too much. So it should be like a nice little indentation on the fat side, but no meat should show. Okay. And then once you do that, again, you're going to hit it with the the Worcestershire sauce first. Rub it in good. Get it nice and sticky. You're going to put down your layer of kosher salt, your layer of chili powder, your garlic, your pepper, you massage that in good. You want to make it so it's a nice even coat. And now it should all look about the same color, both front and back, top and bottom. Get the sides in good. Massage it in good. Now it's ready for the smoker. Now how I like to do it is while I'm doing this part, I turn my smoker up to like 350 degrees to get it nice and hot. Kill off whatever I smoked last time. Then... Once the meat's ready to go on, it's already preheated. And I like to put it with that checkered side up onto the smoker. So fat side up. looking up. Okay. Because that checkered pattern as it starts to cook and as it starts to melt a little bit makes it look real pretty. And for just, you know, for showing it off a little bit. But also some people believe, and I don't know if I'm on this team, but they believe that those fats that are cooked off will drip down into the meat. I feel like it just runs off the sides, but that's people's opinions. A lot of people say it'll like reabsorb into the meat and make a more juicy brisket. Yeah, make up your own mind on that one. And you literally put the meat on to the smoker. You don't put it on a pan nope, or directly. You, don't put it, you just grab the meat and throw it onto the smoker. Directly onto the smoker, which should have grill grate in there. Right. And I cook mine, so it is at 350 right now. I immediately 
turn it down to lately i've been liking 240 so once you've already put the meat in yeah and you're gonna do this instantaneous so you put the meat in you shut the lid you go immediately over to the temperature and you you drop drop it. it down i've been liking 245 but i think my smoker runs a little cooler than it says so i think 245 might be like 230 Okay, That's so just my opinion. So 230 to 245. Okay. Uh, and then I do it for typically 12 hours. But what you want to do to make sure is one, you got to watch it. As soon as it gets to a color that you like and you don't want it to get any darker, you can wrap it in what I would suggest doing is butcher paper, non-waxed butcher paper. If you don't have that, foil works just fine. The only thing with foil is steam can't leave. And so it tends to soften your bark a little bit. So I would say butcher paper allows steam to leave and it still protects your color. And that's what's really important is that beautiful color and bark. Uh, So once you get it to a color that you like, wrap it. For me, a lot of the times, I don't see mine getting too much darker than... You wrap it and you leave it in the grill. Yeah, leave it in the grill until you hit with your meat thermometer in the flat, which is the non-fatty side, 200 degrees. So when do you wrap it? Sorry, did you already say that? You only wrap it if it gets to a, like if you feel like it's getting too dark or burnt looking. Then you wrap it. Then you wrap it. I tend to lately haven't had the issue of it getting too dark, so I don't wrap, I haven't wrapped my last couple. You just check the temperature on the non-fat side to. Well, you can put, so the, what I mean by the flat, which is like the, is one end of the brisket. So there's two kind of ends to a brisket. The flat side is the ty- is the piece that you would slice. You can Google these images. The flat of the brisket is what you want to test temperature on. And you want to hit that to 200 degrees. But to be honest, what I do is I just use my thumb and I push on it, and if it starts to feel pretty tender, and I know it's been in there at least 10 to 12 hours, and I can touch the meat, and it like feels soft, kind of like a, I don't know, maybe like your, uh, I don't know where to push, because some people are all different, but you know, so it gives <laughs> a little bit of, it doesn't, it's not firm, you can like, it feels tender and juicy, like something you'd want to have your meat feel like for a brisket. I don't even, I haven't checked temperature the last couple of times. I just pull it out because beef can be eaten. I want to say it's in the 140 range and you're taking it all the way up to after 10 hours, 12 hours, it's going to be 180 or above easily. So technically you could take it off at any time. Now you're just checking for tenderness. And as soon as you feel like it's tender enough, take it off, let it rest a minimum of 30 minutes before you cut it. Let those juices soak back into the tissue. So you normally put it in like a little tray and then you put it into the oven, not to cook it. You can it. put it wherever you want. I put mine in the oven just, just to keep, keep it, it out of out of harm's way. So precious. Oh, God. Okay. So then you let it rest for at least 30 minutes. Yeah, I've done up to three hours before and I've the, the longer, in my opinion, the better. It's amazing how long it stays warm. And this most recent brisket I did, I think it rested for almost three hours and it was juicy. It was still warm. It was the best brisket I've and done. And you just cut them into your slices. Yep. And you always cut against the grain. Good to know. All right. Do you have anything for people who don't have a smoker? Ooh. Are we talking just barbecue or something you can do in the house? Mm, let's do barbecue. 
A lot of uh, people like to be outside. It's the last real hurrah of summer. I think chicken on a like a propane <laughs> grill is always really good. Do you have any recipes for chicken? Uh, the one that I like to do is you start with your chicken. I like drumsticks, but you can start with whatever kind of chicken you like. And you get some nice, uh, have some limes on hand. And then there's a chili lime seasoning pack at your local grocery store. I believe it's made by Weber. And it's like chili, I think it's just called chili lime. Lime green writing on the on the seasoning thing. I take the chili lime seasoning, you can go again heavy with it, sprinkle it all over your chicken, roll it around, get it nice and covered, put it on your grill till it's cooked. You can use a thermometer to check that. I can just look at it. I've done it enough that I seem to know when it's done. But then about 15 to 20 minutes before you're done cooking the chicken, pull it off for a second into like a bowl or something, squeeze, depending on how many you have, I would say for every five or six chicken legs, you'd put a lime, squeeze the lime in there, toss it around so it gets nice and limey, put it back on the grill, let it cook up that last little bit, pull those suckers off. Again, let them rest 15 to 30 minutes, eat that chicken and you will be happy. All right, so we have something for you smokers out there and the barbecue people. With the barbecue, if you are pretty good at managing your heat, I keep my heat between 300 and 350 when I'm cooking chicken. Good to know. And if you watch it close, it won't burn. (laughs) Okay, I'll throw that in there. Yeah, and make sure you have a clean grill so you don't get grease fires. Oh, yeah, those are not fun. recently had a grease fire because I'd been on a hamburger kick while being on keto. And I went to cook some bacon after a, like two weeks worth of hamburgers. Yeah, it was horrible. Nearly burnt down my house. And it was yeah. in the backyard. And the flames got so high and scary. It was the, I actually had an adrenaline rush. I was getting freaked out. I immediately turned off the propane, which is the first thing you should always do. But even with turning off the propane, the flames were at least... Well, the neighbor even yeah, was like, what it is was, happening? The flames were so high that you could see it over the fence. And my neighbor came over to check to make sure we were okay. And then I threw a bunch of flour in there because that's what you're supposed to do, flour or salt. And it did extinguish the fire. It was a big fire. And it did extinguish it, but the problem it makes a hell of a mess. And then you have to clean your grill twice as hard. So my recommendation is if you're about to do a big cook, clean your grill first because you'll save yourself a hassle and a grease fire if you just take care of the grease. That's true. Empty the trays, empty the little grease, ca- grease catcher. It'll save you time in the long run because you don't want to have to deal with flour in your grill. It is a pain. But it's good for people to know. Flour, salt, baking powder. Some people might go all all summer without cleaning it. Don't spray it with water. You will regret it. It is a grease fire. Do not throw water on it. It just likes it. (laughs) All right. I think that was pretty good um, recipes. I was trying to think of the word. Recipes, you know, kind of a long day today. Yeah, so some good recipes. If you guys have some, again, send them our way. We'd love to try some new recipes. I will uh, tell people about them if we like them. Yeah, and we will definitely let people know. If your recipe sucks, I will tell you. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I would never be like that. Everyone has their own taste and their own likes and dislikes. And I'm, as if you've seen my picture on Instagram, I'm a, I'm a fan of food. Oh no. All right, so I think that was a pretty good... Thanks for joining me on this side piece, on my side piece. All right, a little good episode. 
of some recipes that we got out there. Um, if you guys like these ones, you guys try it. Let us know if you guys feel like there was something else that you guys tweaked that might have worked a little bit better. We'd love to hear it also. So Always cooking. All right. Thanks for listening. Bye. Bye. My side piece, better than my main thing. My side piece, better than my main thing. My side piece, better than my main thing. My side piece, better than my main thing.